You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. To the best podcast in the D. You got KT here. And Cardo. And we are Beat the Buzzer. Oh, wow. As you can tell, Jam's not here. Um, <laughs> Cardo didn't have any sound effects ready to have my back or nothing. And he wanted to give me that. And Cardo. So I had to kind of do it myself. My goodness, y'all. Come on now. That's not my job. You know what? I am sick of this. Um, shout out to another Monday, man. Shout out to the week that was. And for some reason, even though it's only been a week, it feels like a lot low-key kind of happened, as we were just kind of discussing before. Um, shout out and rest in peace to John Pops Witherspoon, um, Senator John Conyers, um, whose funeral was also today, long time, uh, Michigan Liberty Trader, um, civil rights movement activist. I mean, just a lot of things can be said about both of them. Um, moving along and it's it's crazy that those literally i think happened almost in back-to-back days uh, uh right after the show last week mm-hmm. so um you know prayers to all the family and everything like that and uh so yeah sh- shout out for sure man you know it's been a week that was but what's uh what's been going on in your week over the last week oh halloween just passed too man um let's see we had halloween shout out cardo i'm going through everything in the beginning because so you can know shout out cardo graduate this thursday man my boy hey. about to be a graduate man hey congrats on that man we celebrate everything around here my man's an extra smart man so we're gonna see him on the on the tv and hear him on the radio soon um shout out to kyra jefferson man her speed clinic was his last weekend i got to help out with that uh and a lot of us got to do that shout out to her um professional nike track and field athlete she came and showed the city some love um she had her event not only in the i mean not only for us here and it was free but it was actually in the detroit city limits on the east side in the mac athletic complex so she didn't go way out um and then claim it as being detroit so that's always fun um, a lot of us got to go out there. A lot of people, uh, she got to bring a lot of her professional teammates, uh, and athletes there, um, to kind of talk about a lot of different things. That was a really cool. Uh, you don't get to see too many people, um, well, you don't get to see too many people just come back and do that in their, in their hometowns, especially when you, in cities like this. But, um, she was able to bring people with her who are also professionals, um, especially for track. Since, you know, a lot of times you don't really get to see, uh, track athletes except for at the Olympics. Um, or, you know, if you go to the Junior Olympics, if you, if you're into like the AAU and things like that, you might see them I when you travel. If you for actually that. follow it, you might be able to catch yes, us in but different it's spots. Very but. rare that you get to see them on TV, but also just get firsthand knowledge from them. Um, uh, so that's really cool. Uh, she brought a sports psychologist through there. So that was cool. You know, we might talk, we'll talk about a little bit more of that today. Um, but shout out to that. Shout out to, uh, Nate Balling for Boobies is this weekend coming up. So, uh, go support that. It's at Loyola High. I talked to her today. She let me know she still had a few spots open if you wanted to hoop, if you wanted to coach, if you wanted to ref, if you just wanted to go shout and be in the stands and be a cheerleader. Shout out to that. Go do that. Um, any breast cancer survivor or somebody who's currently fighting through it gets in for free, um, and or participates for free. So please feel free, um, to go out there, you know, have a blast. It was a great time last year. I really wish I could go back this year. Um, but I'll be at homecoming. So shout out to also the greatest HBCU in the land, North Carolina Central. Happy homecoming week, y'all. We out here, Eagle Pride. Um, I am selling plasma and everything to make sure that I get down there this week, y'all. So I will see y'all. So shout out to the Eagles, man. 
Um, and shout out to everybody outside of Alabama State because they're always going to take to be the last homecoming because they're on Thanksgiving, but they've kind of moved it to being called the Turkey Day Classic or something like that. Um, we are the last HBCU homecoming, so shout out to us. Um, so that's going to be cool. I just want y'all to know it's supposed to be like low 70s, all 60s, or like middle 60s, low 60s all week until Mother Love and Thursday and Friday when it gets to 50, 45, 50. And I said, and that tragic. That reminds me of K-State, bro. It was 80 when we got there like Thursday or Friday or something like that. Tailgate day is like 60. Ended up being perfect with the sun. But I'm like, man, ain't that about nothing. So uh, shout out to everything that was in the week that was that's coming up, man. Um, And I know I talked for like the first three or four minutes of the show, but tell me about your week, bro. Shoot, ain't nothing special happened this week. Okay. In all honesty. Just working and, you know, getting prepared for the fact that graduation is literally, you know, in three days. Okay. Okay. Three days. All right. My man, is, where you, uh, what you gearing up for, man? You excited about it? Like, tell me, tell me how I feel. I know it's been a, you know, it's been a minute. So look, in all honesty, prior to like a year ago when I decided to go back to school, mm-hmm. a nigga didn't think they was graduating from college ever. Like, that wasn't <laughs> even a thing. I feel it. You get, so, you get into the real world, man. It's kind of wild. Like, I don't know. It's like a mixture of excitement, but it's like... Now, especially like, so like, this is like officially the end of that part of everything. So now mm-hmm. let's see where things go from here. And now it's funny because like, I have a few things in the works now because I've got, I've got to, I got a good chance to network while I was there. Okay. So like, I'm seeing different things kind of slowly come to light. Okay. And come to fruition. I'm like, so this wasn't a waste of time and a waste of 14,000. Like, all right, l- let's see how this really blows up. Mm-hmm. Like, a nigga really might be an entrepreneur here, like, beginning the next year. That's just straight up, like, no more work for somebody else. That's in cool, like an man. official capacity anyway dope, so man. if things all play out this excitement that i feel leading up to this and granted the day of i'm gonna just be like i'm gonna be irritated because i don't actually like graduation that's wow you really are the grinch no or the scrooge you really more like scrooge sheesh yeah the, the grinch grew a heart scrooge didn't really grow a heart he was just still rich and he was like you know what I guess I can start giving people gifts because I got money. That's really all Scrooge wow. did. He ain't really getting no nicer when you think about it. And you and you're comparing me to him, bro. You don't like graduations. You don't like playing with others. Like I, I don't know. I, I, I don't I, like playing with others. Like you, you always talking about you don't like being social. At this point, you just you close to the Scrooge man. I, listen, I, if you can think of somebody better, I'll listen to you no, and we can debate it. No, matter of fact, who, give me somebody else who you think you should be compared Skip to. Skip all that. Who actually genuinely just likes the actual moment of graduation? Now, the memory of it, cool. You are excited about it. The actual moment, like you, when you have to go through the whole sitting there waiting to hear your name called the rock and pro. Do, are, are people really excited about that moment? Like, truly? People are excited about walking across the stage. Absolutely. Oh. 100%. percent Man, sorry. what? I think. I, I feel like um, once you've done it once, you don't care after. Oh, no, done that's, it once. that's a lie. Cause, so, okay, we can skip high school graduation. I mean, I still loved it, but if, since you said done it once, let's just only count high school. We're not going to count y'all preschools, kindergartens, and fifth grade graduations, even though a lot of people had promotion ceremonies right. for that. But if you don't want to count high school because you said your first one is the only one you should be excited for, man, when I graduated college, I still, I dang near picked up my chancellor on stage. Like, man, I made it. Granted, since I transferred, I only really had to do an extra semester, so I'm not going to make it seem like I was there forever, forever. But it's also just like fun i think at the time for me too what made it just fun and i'm i can only speak for me i know other people had excitement and stuff like that but it's just like it's uh it's being done with something especially at that time since you thought that you wanted to be done with school so bad even though looking back in hindsight i probably would go back and be like whoo i ain't gotta worry about real life stuff <laughs> it was just like fun being there is that moment is literally about you i guess in theory in a real small snapshot you can almost compare that to your birthday 
that moment is about you. Like if you like, I know we but joke around. But you also have to remember, I don't like being center of attention ever. That's fine. It doesn't have to be about being center of attention though. But literally, everything is about you in the sense of not nobody else's feelings matter. So I don't want to say like you can just be rude to people, but in the sense that like people are celebrating you. Like they're there, even if you just talk about the ceremony, skip any type of party you might go to or any type of like, you can really almost understand. I even care about like going out to eat, which most people do after graduations is that moment. Like, you know, the people are there. They're proud of what you've done. They're happy. The people are there because they think that you, because you've accomplished something and you got to remember there is not like just in real, just to be realistic, even if you're an athlete or whatever, there's only going to be so many moments in your life that you're actually celebrated. Like, even when you think about birthdays and stuff like that, like, once you get past a certain age, like, we've had this conversation on the show before. After you get, like, past five, then you get to 10 is the next one that's important. 13, you get 16, you get 18, you get 21, you get 25, you get 30, and then after that, it's probably every 10 years or so. And so what I mean by that is that we take those moments for graduation when those are literally about that person you're able to be celebrated because everybody's not going to make a 30 under 30 list everybody's not going to make a 40 under 40 everybody's not going to be uh they're, they're not going to be the uh you know work for the city or the state or the kind of thing and they're not going to get elected to said position they're not going to be a head coach they're not going to be a star athlete or entertainer so you only get so many times to be, uh, to be uh celebrated in that way and honestly for a lot of people they realistically know that that's it like they, they know that that's their last time, not even to be shady. They just know like, hey, I'm not going to master, get my master's or I'm not going to do X, Y, Z. Or if I do get my master's, my last time, you know what I'm saying? So just the moment that you're like, man, my hard work, I can see it come to fruition, especially if you still believe in the fact that a degree means something, not necessarily just going to college per se. But like if you still believe that finishing college, a.k.a. the degree means something, even if you don't think like even if you get a, a BS degree, what I mean by BS degree, I respectfully say this to those who, who are going to feel feel like they are attacked. Even if you get a criminal justice degree, which we all know, or at least should know by now, is basically useless, along with many other degrees. So not just y'all, but y'all the easiest one to say right now is you like, well, at the end of the day, me getting this or me completing college means something. And that's why I'm celebrating this. That's why I'm excited. That's why I'm happy. I don't know. I view all that stuff as very super superficial, mm-hmm. especially like the people that come and celebrate you. Mm-hmm. Where was y'all at when I when I needed the help in the process of all of this? And now you're just here at the end of the process. I don't care to have you here at the end of it. So for me, the whole celebrated part, I don't need people who weren't there in the process to celebrate me at the end anyway. So for me, that's so like for my for my view of it, all of that is just literally like, oh, you're here. You can go away. I actually don't need you around. But the three people, people that, that are there, and, and and when I say there, I'm not even going to say. I mean, we no, can talk so about who are is, actually physically no, there. The but thing is, the people pe- who are pe- celebrating that for the you, pe- the people that the people that typically want to celebrate it are the ones who weren't who weren't there through the process. The people that were there through the process, of course, they're like, of course, like I'm, I appreciate all of them. Like the certain one, like the four or five people that were probably that was there through the process of it. They like fully. I want. I'm, I want all of them there in the process and for that part. It's mm-hmm. the others who are going on who going want to like tag along with it. Like, I look. He's going to be like, who who are you? Like you really you weren't here at all during all this. So why do you want to be at the? Because everybody wants to come when you complete something, but nobody wants to be there as you're building or you're going through the process. So I don't care about being celebrated by the same people who weren't there for the process. Okay. That is that has been my view about literally everything in life. All right. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you're you are very much so welcome to feel how you like to feel about those interactions. Um, no, that's why I, like that whole celebrating thing. Mm-hmm. Don't care for it. Once mm-hmm. the once I'm done with my last day or whatever I decided to do, mm-hmm. I'm celebrating in that moment. So I don't need the official whatever or honor or or the moment I'm being honored to to feel that validation. 
Okay. It's appreciated. Yeah. But it's not needed for me personally. Okay. I mean that that makes sense. I do think that um I think that's fine. I guess I just don't think about it in that sense because there's going to be people, I guess, that don't go along the journey with you. I don't necessarily know if I would always use the word help or go along the journey with you. I don't necessarily think that that means that their celebration of you is less genuine. Um, but, I mean, that's the you just own. If you just don't want it, you just don't want it. But I also think in this case, even, and I think maybe, I, I want to say it was on the show, maybe it's off air, so I won't go too deep into it. But I even feel like you had mentioned before this like it's gonna be cool because you know your parents everybody's showing it because they like hey they also kind of shared just him at one point like we don't know if he's gonna go back to school or if he's gonna want to no. fish because they were now, excited see, when you did go back my parents my parents have been there through the I mean, process yeah, no, of though, course so i'm not different. i know you're not talking about your parents no, i'm just saying see, in general in, ter- in terms like of, we'll say strictly in terms of like my family mm-hmm. they were the only ones there so mm-hmm. for them especially for them like it was a big deal that i went back like i said like it, I made it very clear amongst everybody that knew me that I'm like, yeah, I'm not going back to school. I don't. What What yeah. is this for? Mm-hmm. So for them, they they they've been there through the process. They've helped. They've helped through the process. And I've had a couple other cousins who's helped through the process because they had connections that I was able to utilize. Mm-hmm. Outside of the, that small little select amount of people, though, the rest of them can get the fuck on. When you're counting, they were there. Is it like in a tangible way? Like I meant, I know when you mentioned. Of course, no, my thing is. You don't have to. You didn't have to do anything for me. Mm-hmm. My thing about if, as long as if I could have just felt like you were available to me, if I ever did need it, mm-hmm. that was enough. Mm-hmm. Majority of them, I I can honestly say, nah, you. I don't ever have. I never have that thought about you in terms of this. And okay. be, that's after years of knowing them, because I've known. Like, let's we'll strictly stick with family. But I've known them my whole life. Mm-hmm. It is very clear which ones were available, and which ones weren't available. Okay, that's that's just the honest truth. I got you. That makes sense. That's fine. All right. Well, hey, we gonna celebrate it, man. We gonna even if you don't, you can be Mr. Scrooge. The rest of us are gonna be uh, the people of Whoville. Um, we gonna be out here celebrating, being happy, uh, having a good time, and we gonna be happy for you. And we gonna celebrate you. And as we talked about earlier, Dio is probably gonna I'll get say, you high. Y'all can buy me. Y'all can buy me drinks, and I'm doing um, that. So to yeah. Go. So that's yep. what we gonna do. We gonna yep. have all the balloons. We gonna have the signs in the crowd yelling, the cowbells and everything. Uh, the bell, bell, not bell horn. What you call those things? The Listen, who all gonna be there? Jam not here to get her tickets. I don't know what to um, tell her. Well. Sh- she can be on her deathbed alone. Me and Dio celebrating, dog. We celebrating <laughs> for sure. He agrees with me for sure. So um, as we continue to talk about celebrations, man, um, we got to celebrate Pop's life, you know, with a spoon. Uh, so we kind of briefly touched on it. And it's so funny. I think uh, I talk. I think I, t- I talk to my boy Bill about this literally all the time. And maybe me and you kind of discussed it a little bit. When we were going through the episode. We were talking about most iconic scenes uh, for black sitcoms. And I think back and some of my like outside of Friday, honestly, I remember for a long time pops a lot with the Wayans brothers. I used to really love the Wayans brothers. Um, one, cause at first I didn't have cable. So it just always came on, 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 uh, you know, just, uh, repeated everything. And then when BET picked it up, it was always on. It was mm-hmm. one of those, it was like that. Jamie Foxx is just always no, on TV. So it was funny. So like when all the different memes that were shared about, uh, about pop, about RIP pops, mm-hmm. it was almost no Wayne Brothers things that I was seeing being shared. Like it was always stuff from like the Friday stuff being shared uh-huh. or the boondocks of him being pops and uh, boondocks. Yeah, I'm like, so y'all just don't run, y'all don't respect any of the Wayne Brothers up moments he had. Like that in man have, that he didn't have tons of moments just in the Wayne Brothers alone. Like y'all don't respect this show. Like I do need people to, I, I feel like one day we need to have a conversation about like Wayne Brothers being a top five black sitcom. No, Wayne's like like I really need people to get the respect, respect on that for sure. 
Um, so I think I seen a post like, "Are we ready to admit that Wayne Bros better than Martin?" And I was like, "I'm like, oh, who, I'm like, I'm like, who's trying to, uh, who's debating this?" Yeah, because I, I also think, but they, I think that goes back to to an extent, and we had discussed this I think a little bit before, how people don't like give the Wayans family as a whole enough credit on how genius they are, where they be from in Living Color to the Wayans brothers to Bulletproof to. Uh, you name it. I mean, like, like, it, I mean, that's a, that's a genius, talented family. And everybody doing stand up comedy as well. Like from, I mean, you know, it's just, it's, it's amazing. But, um, uh, no, yeah, it's, it's so funny. Cause so I did see a lot of clips, maybe not necessarily memes, but I did see a good amount of clips from the Wayans brothers. Um, of course the, the, the ones that everybody really loved to do was the bang, 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 when he's singing and stuff like that, which is uh, hilarious. Every time I watch it, it's always hilarious. Um, especially it's, it's one particular one. Um, when they're all up on stage and they're the temp tones and they come back and uh of course pops has this old school like suit on like zoot suit on not quite zoot suit but almost like a zoot suit with the red, the fl- uh, uh fluffy uh fluffed uh collar and everything like that and that's just entertaining and it's cool to see um just how jamie was and, and we talk about how some people we feel like they're not acting I would say as I've gotten older and been able to kind of realize it more, I'm like, I can imagine that that's honestly how he act. Like, it wasn't necessarily, uh, was, he, was, he didn't have to get into character too much because he did that, that in was a his, lot that of was, his, that was his everyday life. In a lot of his shows and movies, he did it. So I can imagine that it was, um, that was just what he was. I was saying, they say was. some people just get typecast. I'm like, nah, I don't think he got typecast. I think he was just being him, but then they put that on camera. Yep. No, I would, I would agree with that. Um, and it just, it's really amazing to be able to do that. Uh, and then you figure what we got so many times where he would have like real moments. I mean, even when people think about the, you know, the Friday when you're talking about, man, you, what you, you need a gun, you know, put the gun down, son. You got, you got these, you know, you, I would live to fight another day and all this stuff, you know, and, and you got plenty of things you could probably say about him, but it was just really amazing. Um, how great, uh, of not just an actor he was, but how funny he was and, you know, just how, how you could, you could feel his role. Like, I mean, even when you think about the boondocks, many of our favorite moments come from him, uh, you know, and like the kids interactions with Riley and everything like that, just their interactions. Uh, he's got a lot of quotables. I mean, the songs that they had is like, it's amazing. Like it's, oh, no. you know, he, I'm like, he was really the perfect voice actor to pick for pops mm-hmm. because we already viewed you as pops anyway. So it's like, why not just go ahead and throw your voice over that role? Yep. And I, uh, I read, I, I happened to see an article here recently that said, um, he almost didn't take the role of Pops. Uh, his son is actually when I convinced him, or not Pops, excuse me, of Grandpa on the Boondocks. Right. And his son is actually when I convinced him, uh, to take the role. And so I was like, that's pretty cool. And I mean, I know, of course, if we didn't have him there, we wouldn't have thought about him being there. But even in hindsight, point, there's only so many people. Yeah, I you can't know. I can't even imagine nobody was taking that role. I, I can. I know it's easy to say that in hindsight, but it's also like, that was a perfect role for him to have. Um, and it's just amazing. Like, it's just so many different things that he was in and that he, uh, you know, was a part of and kind of had hands on um, that you just don't remember or that you just don't realize, excuse me, uh, until it actually happens. And that's really, really cool, man. So that was a... Uh, it's funny, though, because I kept seeing the uh, I whips pussy uh, oh, yeah. thing. I don't know. When I tell you, I completely forgot about that line until, like, when it popped, I'm like, oh, let me go ahead and, like, you know, YouTube this clip because I forgot. Man, and Boomerang used to be one of my favorite movies when I was younger. And it's just that, that whole scene when he's talking about the girls in there and at the table and everything. He's like, man, you don't let pussy whips you. Eyes whips 
<laughs> and you know you're doing all the hand movements and everything and uh, no, that man was so man, animated bro he was so animated it was so funny everything from put some hot sauce on my burrito like he's always eating something the way he's chewing his food is almost just like he's got a distinct way of doing that man it's uh said the bathroom scene in the first friday man, oh my goodness 30 45 minutes boy like listen i mean it's so many things that you look that you use in your everyday life it's kind of like a quote that you don't even think about man, man. Like it became a natural part of your everyday language, and you didn't realize that's that's where you got it from. Influence, man. Like you said, uh, I know Dio mentioned just like the white shoe that they would always talk about when he was on the wings with like the white tic tac toe joints, and it's just like, like I don't know, to get it that that sense of style and and corniness at the same time is just always it's it's cool to capture, I say, man. Perfect balance. Perfect balance, man. So, uh, shout out to John Witherspoon, man, for sure. Um, Rest in peace, having him. Uh, you left us with a lot of classes to be able to keep, you know, keep the memory going and keep laughing at that. So we, we for sure appreciate that, man. Um, while we kind of not really on that topic, but similar to it, what was a childhood dream that you had? Childhood dream? Yeah, whether it be like something you wanted to be when you grow up, or whether it be like just something you thought you wanted to do, not necessarily like as a career, but just something you wanted to do in life, or somebody you wanted to meet, or anything like that. Well, few a lot of my childhood dreams were really like basketball based. Yeah, what's like, a, so, I mean, what's a childhood dream? Yeah, well, it's clearly every like mo, like most kids being NBA such mm-hmm. and such such and such. Uh, me, Allen Iverson, which I actually ended up getting to do later on in life, which was phenomenal in itself. Okay, met him in Motor City, probably. <laughs> no, I'm playing. <laughs> no, I actually, I actually know, I actually got to be on the court and meet and meet him when he was a pissing. So I okay. didn't get, I didn't get to meet him uh, at as a six year, which I which is what I really wanted. Mm-hmm. But I did get. I, I don't listen so. They might say he waved at the crowd, but nah, fam. He he waved that he waved he at me and my family. You <laughs> say it was for you. It was a special special like, wave for you. He was like one piss game we went to, and he was on the sideline hurt. So me and my mother were yelling down to him. Then he turned and waved. So I swear he waved. He was waving at us because we was at a pissing game too. And like you know, I can't be mad at that. So I'm, I'm gonna, we're gonna claim that as as uh him so him waving out to us. And we all know AI loves his fans. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, those are other NBA players I wanted to meet. So, like, that's, that's a long list of no reason to name all of them. So, okay. we're just going to stick with that. Um, another one was literally, like, to just, like, my dream was to be on TV one day in some shape or form. I wasn't okay. sure how it was going to turn out. Okay. So, I still haven't done that yet, but we'll see. Like, eventually down the line, I can get to that point. But, um, yeah, like, I really wanted to be on TV at some point, and like, I just didn't know, like what, like, what form that would take. Okay. I like that. I like that. Do you, um... So one of the things you mentioned was being in the NBA. When did you, for lack of a better term, give that dream up? When did I give it up? Mm-hmm. Senior year. That's high school or college? High school. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm messing with you, bro. I'm messing with you. Because at first you gave it a look like you was like, give it up. Like, what you mean? I'm still ain't out here hooping, dog? I am an L.A. Like, fitness all-star. I am still going. What are you talking about? <laughs> L.A. fitness 20, all-star, Look, boy. at 27, I'm still I'm trying to be I'm trying to be like uh, Pablo Prigiani oh, or whatever. Yeah, man. 35 in the league, I'm going. That's but no. Nah. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. Senior year of high school is when I gave it up. Especially, I had a coach who literally just, I wasn't allowed to do anything mm-hmm. besides play defense. So at that point, I'm like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not willing to push. I'm not willing to push past this. Mm-hmm. No, that and then I was like, you know, seven injuries deep. <laughs> He's like, I, I can see that, you know, maybe playing college ball is not even in my future. You know, look, I would have had the Derrick Rose injury before, like first year of college. <laughs> That's not funny, but it is funny. Like Shout my knees and my knees and ankles was already like, hey, for him, this this ain't it no more. That's funny, man. Shout out D Rose, man. He didn't rehab himself, man. He looked good with the Pistons right now and getting cheered by the Bulls when he go. Shout out D Rose, bro. Glad you came. 
Um, okay. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. Do you still dream? Um, do you still find yourself dreaming now? Not even necessarily about careers, but just about anything. Like, and of course, I don't mean physically dreaming when you're asleep. Right. But like, do you find yourself kind of dreaming and wanting to do things now that, um, all the time? That's maybe what, not that's are like always my, attainable? That's, that's literally. My motivation and just in life and for and just moving forward in life in general is just having wild dreams about stuff that is probably not accomplishable, mm-hmm. but it, it sets a mark of something. Because like I don't know, we I don't know if you ever have like a dream is it seems like it's tangible, but at the same time you know it's really not. Mm-hmm. But it gives you like I might not be able to accomplish that, but I can get some level of that. So like that's what pushes me to keep to keep doing stuff. Man, it, it's funny. Yes, I do, and I, I think what's so funny that you say that is that uh, I was literally just telling somebody else this the other day, or something similar to this the other day. Is it, it's kind of sucks sometimes when you're not a kid anymore, or when you get to be the age of being not woke but just a little bit older. Is that the night the naivety leaves like being like when you're a kid you just dream and you dream there's no putting a limitation on yourself there's no saying like, the oh, sky is truly it. the limit when yeah, you're and, a child and, and in your mind the sky is not even the limit because you because they've told you that it's something beyond the sky mm-hmm. and so you don't think about that um and i think sometimes that kind of is the worst part about being an adult and, and, and by worse i don't think that it makes it bad because you still should be you have realistic. To be, you have to be realistic um especially when you have to take care of things and i'm not even just talking about like people or bills but just when you have to do other things like when you still have to go to work and stuff like that or have sometimes money to attain those things but it just kind of stinks at times uh that you kind of have to let that go and and sometimes i think you can compare that to and you know if if you do believe in christmas per se but like just when the first time you realize that santa claus isn't real um by the, you know in theory or, or the easter bunny or you know whatever it is the two fairy whoever you believe in even if you know it could be different across nations um it's okay I like that. I like that, man. I think it is important to still continuously dream um, and to kind of just find sometimes find yourself lost in that dream. Well, no. So my thing is and like like not even just like career wise, my whole view of everything in terms of like life. I just want to be happy and as in itself. So it's like I still like those are those are definitely a point when I'm like the dreams were just dead. Like there's no like there's no point to having these because I'm not going to I'm not chasing after none of this stuff. But it's like as I start realizing like I'm not happy doing half the things that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I'm like let me figure out how to, the best way to be happy. So like let's stick to like what what am I, what are what are the things that I want to do? What are the dreams that I have? What are the dreams that I've had? And let me figure out a way to like navigate something near what that was. Which, and over the course of the process of me figuring that out, I have definitely been a happier person. Okay. Doing that. Like, it was, that, was a def, cause that was definitely a point. I was, like, I was extremely miserable just living basic life. Like, just the whole going to work thing, going to school, like, this, like the like the early part of the process of all of that. Mm-hmm. That was, I'm like, yeah, I'm doing this for what? Like, this is, I'm I'm trying to just go make money now. Like, do I want to be, like, how my parents talk, like, in their, in their 50s? I wish I would have did this. I wish I would have did that because I didn't. And then, like, they talk about these dreams that they had but never chased because, or they're just out chasing them. Because they wait, they, because they decided like I was better off just making money and then getting to that point. I'm like, I don't want to be that way. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be like near retirement. I'm like, dang, I, I want to go try to do this now, or I should have done this back then. I don't know. Let me do this now while I can still screw around. Yeah. No, I agree. Especially traveling is the easy thing to kind of talk about it and what you said because I feel that way about traveling because. Even if you your thinking or your theory behind waiting to retirement is or when you're older is when, okay, all the kids will be out. And granted, even you can start this before the kids, but is that, oh, I'll have more money saved up so I'll be able to do more things. It's also 
depending on you, you one you never know how your health is going to be so you might be able to do literally less things because saying, if you can't move around or you can't do the beach activity I'm that saying, you, even you know, outside of that, to. there are certain like some of the trips that we've taken mm-hmm. i'm like certain ones i wouldn't i can see i wouldn't have enjoyed them as much if i would have went at 50 yeah very true very like, true Let's strictly like Brazil. Brazil. I was literally thinking I was Brazil saying, the whole time. Carnival Brazil, was like, Brazil. I'm like, I wouldn't have. I would like. We we were grand. We were on some nonsense that whole week. Yeah. But like the nonsense. My body wouldn't be able to take that. Oh, first, not at all. <laughs> I jokingly like, think my body couldn't take that today. We, we wouldn't have made it out the shot it out the shot it out night like oh three goodness, shots in. Bro. But um, I'm like just like the the greatness of that week in itself was so great because I went when we went when we went. Mm-hmm. Like even right now, if I were to go right now, my body couldn't have done right now what I was doing then. <laughs> yeah. And we're talking what four years ago? Five years ago? Right. Right. About about four. I think it's about four. I'm like, so me at fifty couldn't have done that. Like yeah. I wouldn't have enjoyed it as much. Like, I would have probably did more sightseeing. I wouldn't have done as much partying. Yeah. I wouldn't have enjoyed like the actual moment of carnival and this stuff. I would have been enjoyed those different things that yeah, would that make into, it up. You you'll probably not only be into different or not only just into different things, but it's also just like that wouldn't be like you said, it's not that you wouldn't ever party while you're there, but you probably would have went to one, maybe two parties, like, okay. I'm good. The rest of the time, I can kind of walk around. You might actually not even want to stay as long as we did. I said we wouldn't stay the week. I would have said we wouldn't stay eight days at um, fifty. So it's just one of those ones where, yeah, I agree. I just think sometimes it's you know perspective comes for a lot of things, but uh, I do think when you start to lose those dreams, which is kind of to what Langston Hughes says with being you know uh, in Harlem, the poem Harlem with dreams deferred, is that when you start to let those dreams go and they just wither away, like what, ha- what becomes of that? What happens? Like, uh, sometimes you feel like you even lose yourself when you don't dream. Like, like you said, you become unhappy, uh, and different things like that. So I think that it is still important to continuously dream. Um, and sometimes it's, it's gotta be a wild dream. You gotta lose yourself in that dream. And you gotta commit, uh, to being okay with that dream being there. Everything doesn't have to be realistic or have to be by the book. Um, you you should still be able to enjoy it. Um, and that shouldn't be lost sight of man. Um, so yeah, it is, it is important to have that good, that good amount of fun there and, and enjoy your time. Uh, cause yeah, you, that's all, sometimes that's all you got. Time is the most valuable thing there. Cause it's something that's, uh, it's not recyclable. It's not reversible. You're not going to get it back. You're not going to get triple of it by doing anything, anything like that. So, um, time is very important and you should spend it the way you want to. So it's funny. It's, um, and granted the last episode, we were talking about a lot of Will Smith stuff and I said, mm-hmm. Mark pursuit of happiness was my favorite movie. Mm-hmm. So there was a moment when he was talking to his son and granted, like the, this text I just got kind of sparked, like reminded me of that moment when he mm-hmm. was pretty much like the whole, his son said he wanted to be a basketball player and his dad pretty much like shot down his dream. Mm-hmm. So it was like, and Dio, and Dio made a comment like like people who push away their dreams will probably try to push their kids' dreams down in the process because mm-hmm. once you stop dreaming, you kind of almost take a you almost take a more I don't want to say miserable but a more like practical view of the world and not let your kid just kind of like fully explore whatever they want to explore because th- like let them be a child and, and just have that moment because you we all know once you get to adulthood you can't fully have those moments anymore. Yeah, I do think it's often times there are at least enough times that we kind of uh we deter our children from trying things as much as we we believe that we're being supportive of other things or supportive of things i do think that sometimes we deter or put a handicap on them early on or earlier than what they should be done um i was about to say i know at least and i can look at i can just say at least uh when it came to me like i was a kid that was that was good at 
every sport I touched. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't graded. I was. I wasn't. It was a majority. I wasn't graded. I will never fool myself. Uh-huh. But I was good enough to point. I could make varsity on most sport teams yes. because I was good enough at everything, everything. I touched. My parents were kind of like. A discouraging of it until I just went out there and showed them how good I actually was and it was like oh we probably should have pushed this a little bit better instead of kind of deterring you mm-hmm. while my sister is more of a freak athlete so for her track was always just a go to mm-hmm. so they kind of view like well we got to focus on one I'm like I'm not going far in any of these yeah Especially, I'm like, with my injury history, it's very clear how far I'm actually going to go. Like, you you clearly know I have certain things going on that literally will not let me progress past the high school level. Like, I attempted college track, and I made a college track team, but I probably wouldn't. If I would have stuck it out, I probably wouldn't have made it past two years anyway. Let's mm-hmm. really just really be honest with the way everything kind of broke down injury-wise. As an athlete, I was just literally just enjoying the, my, my natural athleticism throughout my childhood. And I'm like, I feel like you should just let, especially you should just let your kids do that no matter what the age is, unless you just true, see like a true talent in one particular thing. And then you kind of can push towards that a little bit more, but you shouldn't handcuff them completely. Cause I feel like at that point you start to ruin different. Cause think about me, professional athletes. We know that were most there are, they were very good at multiple sports, mm-hmm. but their parent pushed them towards this one. And then you have a lot of them talking about like, yeah, nah, I wish I would have done this one. Like, Kyler Murray is a, the, the new one. Like he, like he, I, I feel like he actually want to play baseball more than he want to play football. Mm-hmm. But everybody pushed him to the football side of everything. It's more of a, you know, more of a fame thing with that. It's I say more of a public guy. Irison talks about him being a football player. Irison probably actually believes he was a better football player than he was of a basketball a lot player. Of people actually believe Irison was a better football player. Than From what I've player. seen, um, I'm, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I mean, he was. I believe if and I could be a little off, but I believe he was player of the year in both, or like, mm-hmm. or like at least on the year. on the his dream team or something like that. He was, player, yeah. he was player of the year of both. Yeah. So I mean, he many people said that he uh, would have gotten a, a football scholarship from a top school and everything like that. But yeah, I think the sport is a good one where you see a lot of people try to specialize kids too early, ten, eleven, twelve years old. Um, and at that point, you just, I mean, we talk about it. You're taking the fun out of it for him, honestly. You're taking the fun out of it, but also they haven't experienced enough to know which one they would like to try to pursue the most. Because a lot of times as kids get older, they'll also gravitate to what they're better at. Mm -hmm. Um, One, because most of the time, don't get me wrong, you can have fun at things that you're not good at. But if you're better at something, most of the time it's it's just more fun, especially if we're talking about in a competitive nature, because not many people want to (laughs) lose. Even outside of that, like, and see... And especially in high school, like a lot of people that like, they want that validation. Mm-hmm. Like if you're if you're better at one, you're going to get more people hype you up for that one. Like not yep. even like your family, like your friends, friends or different yep. people around. You're or, building friends with that. They're, they're all going to be like, you're so good, yada, yada. You're going to. And as a dude, you probably gonna have more, more females kind of like like talking to you, like getting you hyped up for it. A lot of times with the, with the ones that you're better at. You're going to move that way anyway, just because of all the other outside factors are going to push you in that direction. Mm hmm. Like you're like you're and you're and you're, you're going to feel comfortable moving that way. It's not like you're not going to feel like it's forced. Yeah. Unlike how pa- a lot of parents are kind of like forcing people in that direction. Like no, you, they'll naturally move to the sport that they're better at, just because of how everything else plays out. Yeah, yeah, I do think if you unless you unless you're more. like one of those outlier sports, then that kind of changes the game a little bit. But <laughs> but no, you should still you know you don't want to specialize in too early because then it's like you know. 
and it's, it's similar even with college. We talk about it, or at least we, we kind of touched on it a few times, where it's like it's tough going in there at 18, 19 years old trying to say what you want your major to be uh, or what you want to do for the rest of your life. You're made, you, what you want to do for the rest of your life, and you have to choose a major at 18, 19. Which is why most people change years, that after, change after the Change majors. Their career they end up going into is not what their major was. So I'm many saying, people you know waste people, degrees. You know how people I know went back to school because they didn't they didn't like what they went into? But yeah, like you went the only way. You went and got a master's in this because that was what you needed to have this. But now you're actually in it. And like I had someone who went into engineering. Mm-hmm. They went back to school to go do law because they was like, yeah, this is not it. Not so it was like a lot of people like it's not the money is not what keeps a lot. Of, like we're at, we're we're in a time now for a generation of people mm-hmm. that money is not is not the all determining factor to keep people in, in positions. Like they can get into these spots and make a decent amount of money. If they don't like it, they'll literally just go back and switch it up. Oh yeah, very true. It, it's kind of easy once you get to certain positions, especially if you're not necessarily like a customer service base. It's really easy to maneuver around a lot of things once you actually are, are well at stuff. So yeah, I agree. People aren't staying for those reasons, but we have to give them away, um, you know, to do things. Um, so I got a, a question for you that's kind of unrelated. I kind of wish a jam was here for this one. This is kind of uh, pretty simple. So it, it comes from the Twitter. It was a couple of weeks ago. And the question is, would you care if your partner had their ex's name tatted on them and they refused to get it covered up? So your ex or excuse me, your partner has their ex's name tatted on them. Doesn't matter where. And they refuse to get it covered up. There is no reason. So I, so don't do any follow up questions. Just how would you feel about that? They had would their ex's care? name they're, yeah, so they, so whoever was there before you, they they got their name tatted. Now you're with this person. It's your partner. You can call it boyfriend, girlfriend. You can call it the situationship. You can call it just the person you you sexing on, but y'all really good friends. You can call it whatever you want to. It's your partner. But they refuse to get the other person's name tatted. How you feeling? Nah, you got to give them a title. Okay, give them a title. Then, but they refuse to get it. They refuse to get the tattoo removed. How about that? That's all you got to know for this. How you feeling? All right. So if we're dating. Honestly, you know what? Let me let me not. It doesn't. It honestly. Doesn't I don't matter. think it matters for you. So I don't know. I don't know why you wanted to make. No, I'm saying you're right. For, for me, it actually doesn't matter. Um, in all honesty, because I would want to know the reason, but at the same time, like if you just like if you feel like you don't need or don't want to tell me, or you just don't, or you don't feel like you need to tell me, but whatever the reason that you decide you want to keep it, fine, keep it. Is really not going to bother me because at this point, if you have it on there, but like you're, but like you've willingly chose to be with me in the, through all of this, and eventually I'm gonna feel like at least at some point I'm gonna at least heard about whoever this dude is in some like some shape or form. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be pressed about the, about that nigga's name. Do you think that it? Um, do you think that the location of the said tattoo would matter to you? It would only for the fact like there's a certain areas of the body that I'd, I'd rather you not have tatted because I think it's stupid. Not the fact, not the fact that the name itself though. Okay, all right. The, okay. The, that's I'm more about a placement price. I don't care about the actual tattoo itself. Okay, um, and this is somebody that you're with, your partner, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I don't think I would mind. Uh, I, I wouldn't mind. I'll put it like that. I'm pretty sure I know some people who have somebody's name tatted on them. But would it matter? Um, 
So you said it wouldn't matter necessarily where, unless it's already a place that you just deem stupid, not because of the name. Let's say that just for whatever reason, like the conversation came up because you're like, oh, who's, you know, you ask them who that is because you just don't know who it is. Or maybe y'all had, a, y'all, they've told you a story about the ex, you noticed the name and you see the name, you're like, oh, you know, you got X, Y, and Z, that on you, whatever. And let's say in your mind, maybe they haven't been together in a long enough time where it should be done or like they really not hate each other, but whatever. Would let's just say if they openly, not because you necessarily asked them, but just like openly in conversation told you the reason why they don't want to cover it. Do you think that there is any reason that would make you be like, that's stupid, like, get it covered? Like, that would make you change your mind and say, no, get it covered? Offhand, I can't think of a reason that would just make me like, be like, yeah, no, you should definitely just get that covered then. Like, there probably is a reason, like, don't get me wrong. <laughs> but like, offhand, I can't think of a reason that would be like, nigga what that's that that's why you don't want to cover it nah cover that shit up like there there probably there's more there's there's definitely one because i'm not i'm not naive to think like i'm Uh not that kind of person but um, (laughs) that's real but the same time it's like yeah no there's probably there's probably a reason out here to like like, yeah nah nigga you either cover it up or i'm gone but yeah i can't i can't think of what that would what that would be though gotcha okay all right I'm a, as soon as we get off air, I'm a no, I'm a no though. That's just how that works. I, I'm not sure if it's a reason. Um, I'm pretty well. Let me put it like this: I'm pretty sure if they said something like, and I, I don't think anybody would say this. Not because I don't think that people would be this bold, but I just don't think that we will get to the point of me knowing whose name it is, talking about this, and you having to outright say you're not getting it taken off. But I, I would imagine that there could be a reason you was like I'm like I'm and especially if there's somebody that I'm seriously dating, like they're holding out hope on this person or like maybe uh yeah that's really all I can think because even if you were like engaged and y'all broke it off I mean I understand you know what I'm saying or if that was like your first I understand if that was like you know whatever the case was maybe somebody you knew your whole life y'all got together did all this stuff and you know what I'm saying so I understand I mean stuff like that I would I wouldn't press it yeah. I'm like all right. Maybe that's, that's how life said, goes. Maybe if they just happen to say they hold not hope, maybe I'd be like, "All right, that's stupid." But I don't even know if I would say get it removed, or if I'd just be like, "Well, let me take a step back." You know what I'm saying? Maybe I'm saying, I would just take the step back at the time. I don't even know if you got to get it removed. I'm like, okay. I was like, that, that would actually I'm be my take. That would be my take on it too. I'm like, you don't got to get it removed. Clearly, you still or you still want that to happen. Yeah. Which means my place is not that secure. Which means I need to fall back myself. That, right. That's right. kind of how. To, I, or even, I mean, fallback is, of course, is going to probably end up happening, but we, I need to adjust our relationship on my end. Because one thing, and this is kind of a side topic, sidetrack, but, uh, sometimes with relationships, I don't think that both people in the partnership, friendship, whatever, you know, whatever it is that we're talking about need to adjust, um, in the relationship. Sometimes it all, it, it is kind of only one sided. Um, I was talking with, um, talking with Maine yesterday, as a matter of fact, uh, just about, a lot of different general things one of the things that we talked about is um if someone a lot of times we all uh we we were talking about women at the particular time but sometimes we all um the reason why we get are we not stay in unhappy relationships but sometimes we're unhappy in certain relationships both um uh, romantic and non-romantic is that we downplay things that bother us because we just want to because we want to be able to interact because because it's not necessarily a big thing and what my response was or what we kind of conversed about was it's okay to downplay things we all downplay things we're all going to downplay things 
because we actually do. I think that in like not inherently maybe, but like in general, we all actually do know when things are kind of small or silly mm-hmm. or like isn't really that big of a fuss. It's not worth ending a relationship for losing it or acting a certain way, whatever the case is. I think that we all know that and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But on any on either side, romantic, friendship, man, woman, whoever. What I think the issue comes to sometimes with downplaying things is that sometimes we forget to admit to ourselves that we're downplaying the issue. And so that's why you see, and again, since I'm a guy, if we're talking romantically, I feel that this happens with women more. Of course, if I talk to a young lady, she might say it happens with guys more. So I don't want to sound sexist when I say this, but where I think sometimes where this is an issue with women in relationships with the, with men that they're involved with is that they continuously bring these things up like the same thing in a different way, in a way to be um, combative or um, uh, to, to kind of like not be over it. If that makes sense. Like it's one thing if you're trying to just, you know, discuss things, maybe it's a joke here, there, whatever the case is, those things, I think, okay, I think where it becomes quote unquote unhealthy or just not like, why are we doing this still then is when I, I can tell you're bringing this up because you're not over it or because you don't really like accept it. And that's because I believe that you're down, like you're not sure that you're not aware, excuse me, that you're downplaying this. When if you just admit like, hey, man, yeah, this bothers me. I am downplaying it for whatever my reason is, which doesn't matter. You don't have to share. You can share. And we have to either be done with it. We either have to be able to not talk about it necessarily again or, or not as often as you got you are continuously bringing it up. Or when we bring it up, it has to be in a lighthearted manner or should be in a lighthearted manner. I can't tell you what it has to be, but it should be in a lighthearted manner because that's the case. Like if, if you're not getting past this, then we have to restructure our relationship. But I don't think it has to be both of us. It has to be you. And what I mean by that is because you're the one that has the issue with where we're at. It's not that I on the other side don't care about you. But now you know how you need to maneuver around me. Maybe you need to not put me in such high regard or maybe you need to not not necessarily even expect this from you. Maybe you need to just maneuver. I'm like, OK. I need to do this with this person, whether that be physically, emotionally, mentally, whatever it is. And that's not a bad thing by any stretch of imagination. It's just I'm being aware. Some stuff you just need to avoid because my, my thing is like if you know some things is not going to change mm-hmm. and if it's not going to kill you, mm-hmm. you can just avoid it. Exactly. Like, you know, in all honesty. Yeah. No, don't. Now, like you now, if you know you can't get past it now, then you do need to make that adjustment to figure out the best way, the best way of how that all how that works moving forward. If there is a moving forward at that point. Mm-hmm. But it's it definitely like a lot. I feel like a lot of that stuff that we like a lot on both sides. You can just avoid a lot of it in all honesty, because some of some like like you said, like we know what stuff is just little. And when like now you're just nitpicking something little. Mm hmm. A lot of stuff is simply that you can just avoid it. My thing is you don't necessarily have to put yourself in a position where you have to deal with that type of situation constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In, all, in all honesty. No, I, I agree. And sometimes it's honestly not even uh, even a whole situation. I think sometimes I think sometimes it's just if you don't like a certain thing that someone does, says how they react. Because a lot of things that we are doing is we're reacting to something. And um, it's not necessarily reacting in a way that like, you know, you know, something dramatic or something like a big grand thing. I said lots of a subtle. Yeah. it's a, and, and you allow it to bother you in ways that I don't want to say it shouldn't, but you're allowing it to be a controlling factor in a relationship um, that you have. So I just don't um, I, I forget how we got sidetracked from tattoos or that. But that's just one thing. Um, 
also I just thought about I don't and it would be kind of weird I don't necessarily know if I would say you have to get removed but it would kind of be weird if like his name was like tatted on your butt or something like right above oh, no, the, like, the back and like, like I said position matters and it's like uh, no, like I, I said theory, pos- that's not a bad tattoo but it's like or not a bad to pl- tattoo place but then I'm looking at his name. I'm not like, trying to say like, that nigga's name while I'm back here. Now it's really got to be dark. Now I can't even like, oh, no. we can't even do no recording or nothing. Light, it's like got to be off at all times. You can't do no week. recording from back shots and stuff because uh, now you got to try to always have it cropped down. It's like, you know what I'm saying? There's so much we got to go through. Um, Hold up. Like I, like I said, position matters. Man, it does. Because in real life, yeah. It's, like yeah. That, is, that is what I'm always like, hey, look. But but it's so crazy because you don't know that until y'all even have the sex anyway because you don't know if any tattoo is there until the sex is there because it could be and a see, tattoo there that says I like I like the lights on so my like thing demon is child. like I, it could be a tattoo that says demon child you still don't know until y'all have sex and so like even if you think that it's the best tattoo in the world that's there but you just don't like the place per se you just don't know that until you in the game and it's like and see in the game the lights can go off in mid mid game. Okay, I mean they can. I just want to know how often can they go off? Because it ain't like you always having sex at night. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You ain't always having sex at night. And if there you, are blinds and curtains bro, somewhere, unless you got blackout curtains, fam. Come on now, you getting some light? Unless you, unless come on, we not gonna act like we ain't been out of town together. We know it ain't always gonna be dark. That's all I'm saying. I'm not even trying to be like <laughs> okay, like all right, like different. All right, all right, all right, man. all right, all right. <laughs> you don't want to think about the head close to home? <laughs> Look, I, I just had to think about it from. I'm like, you know what? There have been places where I've closed, I've closed everything and shut everything, and it was still, and I could still clearly see everything Man, going on. So you, you know see, what? You can see the whole feature, bro. You 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 at the movie theaters. So that's uh, so that was one that, that I thought was pretty interesting. Um, that is, I just need a dark skin chick. That's all that problem. <laughs> so you can't see the tattoo. You are actually <laughs> going to hell. All right. Just in case you, you come in with me, sir. Um, no, 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 no. I think on this one, I get a pass for sure. Nope. Um. Okay, this is a good question. I think for you. Well, f- for us, since Jam's not here, sadly. Um, how do you tell your girlfriend or your wife that you got someone pregnant? Of course, it's someone that's not her. <laughs> uh, hey, babe. So, um, <laughs> listen, we need to have this conversation. I fucked up. <laughs> you want to sit down. You want to sit down. You want a glass of wine or something? Yeah, you you gonna need oh, you all want, of this. Oh no, nah, I ain't giving you no no alcohol or no glass. Nah, not me. No, first off, gonna be a plastic club. Ain't nobody getting. Ain't nobody getting no actual glass. Bro, I'm uh, not getting hit or stabbed uh, with nothing. Uh, uh, put some Nyquil in your wine if you're getting wine, fam. <laughs> but uh, nah, uh, honestly, at that point, yeah, nah. So this is gonna be. So look, um, I screwed up. It was a bad night. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what to tell you, but um, yeah, you about that, you about to be a step parent. You about to be a step parent. <laughs> do you um? So you sit them down, and you 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 know you at home, or you want to? Are you? Oh, are we going to we going somewhere public? I'm like, I'm I don't look. <laughs> I'm about to say, are you in the car with it? Where you at when you tell? <laughs> we are going somewhere public, so I so I can't get my ass beat or stabbed up. I like living, man. Do you like? And then then like when I take you to the crib. I'm not staying there with you at so night. That was actually my next question because obviously, so here's the thing that I think is kind of funny about that. So of course now we live in a time where Ubers and Lyfts are available, like skip buses and cabs, like Ubers and Lyfts are available. Everybody has a cell phone. Um, most people, you know, have their cell phone attached to hit. Most people, especially let's just assume that we live in the city of Detroit still at the time. We're not like in New York or LA or anything like that. Most of us drive. Most people we know drive or have mm-hmm. access to a car. 
let's say like you said you're somewhere public we can call it a restaurant a store i don't care where you want to call it to be honest since you know you about to break that news can i imagine also just as because me we men that ain't something like it's kind of random the day that we might decide that we gonna tell them but the whole day we is thinking about it like we oh, we woke are up plot- at 6 a.m you by are mistake. plotting out N- man how how that all plays out because you need to know your Your escape route your head at all times you're trying to figure out listen gray hairs are are coming out that day if you didn't if you don't have any you're gonna have some that by the time you talk she's asked you 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 actually have reverse roles with her she's asked you a hundred times what's going on babe what why you why you why you why you uh going back and forth like why you pair what's right boy what put your thing come on now hurry up we can go doing all this you just like nothing nothing wrong i mean we're gonna go in a minute relax um you you doing everything you can you are that put it off because you can't you contemplating still doing it and you kind of playing like do she really gotta know um so you trying to figure out how mad she gonna get what she gonna do when she does get pissed off exactly you like if we go in public will it be better or will it be worse do i need to just do this exactly. at the crib and then do you so i know you said taking it back home but do you honestly do, do you think before you leave like man maybe we should drive separate cars and i should just say i should tell her to meet me there like you should go out and say hey you know can you just meet me there i can't get back in time for x y and z um, because depending on the situation, like if I'm not if I'm not at the crib, I'm definitely going to tell her to meet me there, so I can so I can we don't have to drive together. But if we drove together because I was at the crib when I just when I like when it finally got to that point, uh-huh. I'm I imagine she's not leaving the place with you. I don't, I don't care. Like oh no, the, the, and I will hand her the keys and go call, and take an Uber to my mother's house. What are you talking yeah, but about? You got you look. You got to drive her car though because she. Depend. Of course, we none of us think that we have the person that would try to like wreck our car, do all that stuff. But we also don't really know that. But I say that to say. I do think that I would want to probably already have like a car there, like, hey, bro, like, like whether it be my boy car Somebody's there, coming or to I drop my car off there earlier, and I was like, hey, man, we gonna drive your car, maybe somebody else, maybe I Ubered home. I was like, yeah, we gonna the car else, you know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, so okay, so so you do it in public. We'll be like the quote unquote ideal. Of course, it's an ideal situation, but ideal public place, ideal public place, mm-hmm. grocery store, <laughs> grocery store. Okay, all right. Um, of course, hopefully away from the knives section, you know, oh. the, the meat section where it might be butchers and stuff around there, you know, depending on what grocery store you're going to. Listen, we're going probably to a Walmart, which I probably would, nor- I would normally wouldn't like fully be, but we would be at a Walmart. Shit, don't they have like airsoft guns there, bro, <laughs> that you can just take off the thing? <laughs> Listen, we'll be in the Walmart in the women's clothes section. <laughs> it's the only thing she got is a hanger. <laughs> and it's like, exactly. I can kind of get out the way at all. I'll say those are plastic because you know they don't you keep the metal ones like just right. hanging out, hanging around no more. Uh, yep. Okay. That's interesting. Um... And then, for, uh, of course, this this next part will be dictated by how she reacts initially. How much in detail do you go about it? Like, do you do you say do you say who was with? Do you don't say act, how old? Oh, okay. And then, how far along? Like, how? Of course, you have to be one hundred percent sure the other person is like pregnant and it's yours. Because I mean, I don't care how child got to be born. We got to already <laughs> had the test, fam. <laughs> you said it ain't even like seven months, six nope, months. Nope. You say nah, bro. With the baby is out, and I need the DNA, <laughs> DNA test done. Otherwise, I'm not claiming. That's I need not like mine. four of them. That's um, not mine. That's, and I'm, I'm I'm going hard on that's not mine until I get that DNA bro, test. Bro. I will give you my DNA for the test, but yeah, no, that's not mine until you prove that that's mine. No, for sure. Um, like it is easier to tell my girl I cheated than it is that I have a, I had a, a child outside of you, man. And and because the cheated part, I ain't even actually got to tell her. Like that's something oh. if you even say that, I'm like, no, absolutely not. I'm gonna if, if I gotta get a DNA test and she finds out about, it, I'm like, yeah, you know what, babe, I did. She back it at this point. 
I can, I can I can survive that. The we child can, might not do that. We the strong. child might not be might not be survivable. That might be like you know GL. <laughs> yeah, that's game over. Yeah. It might be like fences. Um, <laughs> Dark. Zelda <laughs> Viola. Um, shout out to fences, man. Because fences is really just a. People don't know this is a hood classic yet because it's not quite a hood movie, but it is for sure a hood classic already. Because um, it's really just like life now or life for people. But um. I for sure think I would just have to throw in the confessions randomly one day and just keep it on repeat. She's like, why do you keep playing this? Well, baby. And I've got to sing the song from there. What song? Uh, confessions. I'm sorry. Confessions uh, by Usher. Uh, oh. Part two. So, yeah, I would just have to probably keep that on repeat. And, of course, after she probably hears it on repeat for like the fourth or fifth time, she's like, man, what's wrong? Why does this song keep playing? I'm like, well. Oh, listen! It's gonna be that and uh, "Damage" by Chris Brown off oh, the man. off the uh, exclusive album. Yeah, uh, yes, those two I are in repeat. And um, I agree. I wouldn't want it to be um, oh man, it, it's, I'm torn on it being public or private. I would probably say private, but it would. I would also want it to be like not in the house, if that makes sense. Because obviously everybody knows where everything is in the house. I don't want you break. First off, even if I don't think that you're the violent type, which of course I don't know what would be your breaking point, but I don't want you to be damaging stuff in there that either I bought alone, we bought together, or just period. Because even if we decided this is it, we still got to sell this joint. Or one of us got to decide the other one. You know what I'm saying? So but she turned the house up is yours, ma'am. I mean, it's How yours, you have it? but but also, bro, I got to get my stuff out. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, so I just want to keep that down. So yeah, I probably want it to be semi-private, but I would go. We might have to go to like a, a small hotel, and I'm just like, you know what? Whatever the incident, I'm gonna have to ask what the incidentals might be beforehand. <laughs> um, I'm like, because I can also stay there too afterwards if she, if she gets a little upset. I'm like, does the deposit cover all incidentals? <laughs> right, <laughs> like everything. Right? Uh, we sure? We good? Can I get that in writing, please? Thing. Like no, I don't plan. You know, just send me a copy uh, of that agreement. I need, I need all the details. I need, I need a hard copy and an electronic copy because I want a hard copy in my hand now, so I can make sure with your signature and then electronic copies right away. I'm gonna sit here until I get the confirmation. Yeah, no, it's cool. Take your time. Take your time. I'm like, like I'm not in a rush. I got time. <laughs> Trust me, I got time because I'm kind of, I'm kind of thinking about changing my mind actually. Like so, yeah, um, yes, that would definitely be a tough, tough, tough day, man. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, hopefully. Hopefully we don't slip up and, you know, get somebody pregnant like that. Um, you know, uh, yeah, I, that's all I can say because I don't really, I just don't I say, know. So I've had that conversation with people before, like, how would that all play out or how would, like, how, would this be recoverable? Mm-hmm. And I, I always say, I'm like, you know, if it was me that screwed up, you would probably forgive me in the long run. Mm-hmm. But if it was the other way around, like, now it was the other way around, I I don't know. So, like, if you have you ever thought about it, like, now if the one, if the if your girl went and got pregnant by another dude and she told you that well, it wasn't yours, I've thought about that often, or not, not often. <laughs> Let me not say that. <laughs> I've thought about that before. It is very. I think it's easy to say both sides. That's the crazy part. It's easy to like say like that's your wife, and and I'm I'm using wife just for this instance because that's the only time that you honestly is not single. Um, is that it's easy to say. Like if it was a quote unquote mistake or let's say it was a, a old floozy or like let's just say like you kind of had an inkling that she was having an affair, but maybe dude playing her, whatever the case might be, like whatever the case might be, it's kind of easy to say that you, you're you going to be the good the good person, the good man. You're going to take care of a kid that ain't yours. Maybe, maybe it's y'all first kid. You know, maybe it's the first kid or whatever. You know, whatever sound the reason good. Might be, it sound good. But I also think it's easy on the other side, too, to say, man, I'm going to just leave. 
Um, I'm gonna do X, Y, Z. You know, I'm a you know F that bit, whatever. But I also think that what we sometimes, not even sometimes, I, I think what is hard to really put a, a a value on is that you're married. You're not just with somebody. Like right. at this point in time, even if y'all literally are three days married, not even trying to be funny, even if y'all are three days married, y'all are shared social security numbers more than likely. Y'all. 19 times out of 10 live in the same apartment slash house y'all probably splitting bills it might not be right down the middle but if you're taking care of the mortgage or the rent she might be you know she's more than likely or at least contributing to things like the lights and stuff like that entertainment whatever it might be um you guys have most times been together for such a period of time that it's almost like as much as me and you or much as we've all kind of talked about like having separate friend groups to an extent so many of your friend groups have now merged so it's almost just like no like it's not as easy i'm not saying that it doesn't happen every day but i also think that it's easy for somebody to say it on both sides of what they would do um i say that i'll say i gave you all that long drawn answer and i'm sorry for that i do think that if it's a wife circumstantial that i might stick around um for a few reasons, but go ahead. I know you wanted to say something. Well, no, so, and I know, uh, like, when I originally had a conversation, I said I will walk away. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like like you said, if we're married, that changes, uh, that, change, that changes it up a bit. But I will also know, like, I would probably still be there because we're married. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that house would be like a living hell for a little bit because it's going to take me a minute to, like, kind of get oh, yeah. over that. For a while. And it's something that also, even if, and I guess here's the, here's the part that probably we don't, like when we're having this conversation, we're not thinking about um, is we're 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 really assuming at this point in time, which is fine for conversation's sake. We're assuming that the wife still wants to be with us, like right. for, like for whatever reason it was, whether it was an actual slip up, whether she actually used to like this guy and something changed, whatever the case was. We're assuming she still wants to be with us, but also we're assuming, or at least we're thinking that maybe the guy doesn't want to be involved with the kid. And that might not necessarily be the case. I know. Like the, even, the man saying, might if, want to be in the family. I mean, not in the family, but you know, be I was involved. Saying, even if he would want to still be involved with his child, which I would hope he would, cause right. that's your kid, sir. Yeah. But, um, at the same time, like I was still like, we're, we're factoring like the person, the person that screwed up will still want to like stay with their, with their significant other like that. Mm-hmm. We're, we're saying like all every other factor is still like the relationship is they still want to be continued by the side that screwed up. It's the other person who's been hurt that has to yes. like make the decision. Yeah. That is that is the basic underlying factor here. Now both sides want the ending clearly that's it. But right cuz I, I and I guess what makes it I think what would make it the toughest uh, to be 100% honest with you at least, at least I'm gonna say for me but I think for most men is if the other guy wanted to be in the life because now what you're what you have is somebody that obviously is, is the, you know is the dad in this case and your wife cheated with and even if she's saying as we all kind of jokingly like we all know that baby mama's baby daddy's gonna be around forever like they gonna they gonna have a special place even if she didn't like him that much per se since he's in the kid's life obviously she's a mom so he she's gonna be you know the baby the kid's gonna be there for at least a portion of the time but i can't there's only so much i can dictate of where you're gonna meet him at because i'm not gonna be there to always meet up when he wants to see the kid or whatever Obviously, I don't want him in my I like at least initially. You know, maybe you might warm up to the idea later down the line, but you don't want him in your in your house. You know, even when you're there to, to the city kid, but you also don't necessarily want her going to his home or her mother. You know, their mother's homes to to have the kid there, or whatever. So it's like, how does that go? And I think that actually would be tougher than him being a quote unquote Debbie, because then you can really rationalize like, well, I'm here for the kid, it's not her. Oh, no, I mean dealing with it, if he's a Debbie, it makes it much simpler. But like with him being in, there's gonna always be like. 
my guy, don't look at me like because like, you hit my wife. Don't, don't give me that I'm look. Fight. Every time you look at me, that's, that, I'm, that's all you're thinking about. Like, don't have, don't watch, don't have your child watch you get beat up. That's all I'm saying. Like, don't have yeah. your child watch you get beat up. That's all I can say, man. Um, but, yeah, so as we wrap up out of here, man, uh, also shout out, it has been officially 11 years since we um, elected President Obama in office. November 4th, 2008 um, was election day, and that's when he was elected in, right before Orangehead here. So um, shout out to that, man. Um, it was a day that he let us know that change um, is possible um, and that descendants blacks could be president. Um, again, shout out to Chardonnay this weekend, man. Balling for boobies. Please go show love at Loyola High School. I believe it is at 2 p.m. Um, it is $10 um, at the door. $5 in advance, $10 at the door. Free if you want to participate or get in if you are a breast cancer survivor and or currently going uh, through uh, treatments or current uh, breast cancer patient. Um, so go show love to that. Shout out to everybody that did something amazing this past week. Um, shout out to Halloween Everybody that had the great costumes I saw some uh, some pretty cool ones I know we didn't talk much about it But I saw some pretty cool Interesting ones um, And just shout out to the month of November We here Shout out to No Shave November We didn't get to speak about it But shout out to Men's Health With No Shave November um, It's very important um, so And you know, no nothing November For whoever's taking part in that <laughs> Right nah, Yes yeah, so far I guess I am um, But bless up to everybody oh, That's and, tragic And happy homecoming Eagles Bad boy like a bad Come if you don't don't shake it at all. Bounce that booty like a basketball. If you don't, don't shake it at all. Bounce that booty like a basketball. If you don't, don't shake it at all.